This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. All right, everyone. I got an email from a listener and she was so funny. She said that she had this great experience and she was reading the scriptures and she prayed about something. And then she said, so if you'd like to hear the rest of the story, email me back. It was clickbait and I had to call her. So let's find out together what she's talking about. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'd love to. My name is Aubrey. I'm 14 and I love music and I play five different instruments. Wow. What do you play? So I play the piano. I'm learning the organ. I play the flute and the piccolo and the ukulele. My piccolo, my piccolo. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. It's wow. Really fun. I, love it. I am not musical and therefore I have much respect for people who are good girl. <laughs> Thank you. What part of California do you live in? Oceanside. That's awesome. Lucky girl. And lucky that you get to have the San Diego temple. Yes. It's beautiful. So I've been waiting for like two weeks to find out your (laughs) experience. You want to tell me about it? Yes, I'd love to. So when we were studying about the tree of life in the beginning of this year for Come Follow Me, I've read the story like millions of times and I've learned about it and understood it pretty well. But then as I was reading it this year, I came across this verse uh, or two verses, 24 and 25, and it just really bothered me. I didn't understand it very well. So I'll read it real quick. This is First Nephi 8, 24 through 25. And it came to pass that I beheld others pressing forward and they came forth and caught hold of the end of the rod of iron. And they did press forward through the midst of darkness, clinging to the rod of iron, even until they did come forth and partake of the fruit of the tree. And after they had partaken of the fruit of the tree, they did cast their eyes about as if they were ashamed. And I was like, what? Why are they ashamed? This is the best thing ever. It's the love of God. It's the best fruit you could ever taste. And so I was just like, this doesn't make sense. And so I was like, well, I've always heard that when you have a question, you can pray about it. So I asked Heavenly Father about, like, can you help me understand this? Doesn't make any sense. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to read the scriptures and hopefully my answer will come as I'm reading the scriptures. I read my scriptures and I said a prayer and I felt like I didn't understand it still. And then the next day, I was like, okay, maybe this time it will click. Still didn't click. And so then it was Sunday and we went to Sunday school. This was before COVID. And we were talking about the tree of life. And I remembered that question that I had. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll have the answer this time. So I kept thinking about it. And then it just dawned on me that the reason why they were ashamed is not because they were disappointed in the fruit because it's the best thing ever. They just had forgotten their experiences and let the adversary tempt them and make them think that worldly things were better. And they also let other people's like great and spacious building, people were mocking them and they just kind of forgot their experiences. And it just like really clicked. I think that is true for a lot of us now when we have all these experiences, same thing with like Wayman and Lemuel, they had seen angels and stuff, but then they kind of just forgot and doubted those experiences and kind of fell away and didn't believe anymore. So I think it's important for us to like write down our experiences and try to remember them so we don't forget them and lose our faith. Right, exactly. We just talked about this pretty recently in Come Follow Me when the sign that Samuel said would happen, the day and the night and the day without darkness. When that happened on a scale of one to a hundred, how amazed were they? A hundred? Yes, a hundred. really amazed. But a year later, 
they were at like a 20 and it's yeah. just like you said dumb old scratch gets in there and he starts saying maybe that didn't happen or maybe it wasn't really that bright or maybe who knows i don't know how you can convince somebody that that didn't happen or that it wasn't important but he did yeah so we know that writing it down is a really important and good way we should always write down our spiritual experiences but what else can we do to keep those things bright in our memory I think when we share them with other people and like tell the story multiple times, it just stays in your memory a lot. Yes, absolutely. Another thing I liked about your experience is that, well, I don't know if I liked it because we all like to get our answers right away, but I like that you shared Uh it is that it didn't come to you 10 seconds after you prayed. You kind of had to work for your answer. Yeah. Why do you think the Lord did that? I think he wanted to give me my answer when I was ready for it. Because I think when I was in that Sunday school lesson, I just was more in a spiritual mood and could really understand it more. Right. Yeah. And do you think maybe if you have to work a little harder for something, it has more value? Yeah, definitely. Like maybe if you would have prayed about it and then you went back to scriptures and those thoughts came to you, you'd be like, oh, okay. And moved on and it wouldn't have stuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the babies growing on trees. Babies don't grow on trees because then we'd throw all the babies in the garbage because we could just go get another one. But because they're hard to make, we're very protective. Yes. And so it is with our testimonies. When we have to work for them and we put the work in, then we will protect them. Yes. And remember. I think that's great. That great and spacious building is very frustrating. Yeah. It's amazing that you're standing there with the love of God in your hands. And yet these people who are so far away from it and don't have it and don't understand it can influence us. Yeah. Why? It's crazy. You know, it's funny too. When you have those spiritual experiences and you get your answers, everything seems so clear. And you think, I would never listen to the people in the spacious building. This is exactly true and perfect. Why would I ever look away? Yeah. And then a few minutes later, or not minutes, but like a few days later, you might completely forget how you felt and it's not as big of a deal anymore because you don't remember. Right. One of the roles of the Holy Ghost is to bring things to our remembrance. Yes. And so if we do things that kind of drive that spirit away, then we're not going to remember those things as well because we have to remember on our own and not with the help of the Holy Ghost. Very true. So what can we do to keep that spirit with us so that he can always remind us of those experiences? That's a great question. I think one way to keep the spirit with us is just keeping our mind full of good things and thinking of positive things and serving others and doing good things. Another thing that helps me is I try to write in my journal every night the ways that the Lord has helped me that day. And that helps me realize that he really is there in my life every day, reminding me to do different things. And as I write those down, I feel like more of them come and I realize them more. That is so awesome. And it's so perfect. And you will be so grateful if you keep those your whole life. One of my daughters has just like those little tiny, they look like the big five subject notebooks, but it's just tiny. And it's just a little page. You don't have to write much to fill that page. Yeah, very true. So it's not overwhelming, but she did it every night for years. She's got this whole little row of them. And it's 
Right. And then, you know, you're talking to your own kids one day or whatever, and you can look back on those experiences and see how much the Lord has just walked with you your whole life. Definitely. Good girl. Good girl. We started. (laughs) Thank you. We started doing that in my family and we do it before we read scriptures. We just try to think of one thing and it's harder actually than I thought it would be. It's really easy to think of things we're grateful for, but to find the ways that his hand was in our life that day is a little trickier. Yeah. A lot of days when I think that, like, I don't think there's anything today. I don't even know if I need to write it down. But then I'm like, okay, I'll just bring my journal out and get my pen. And then things start coming to my head. Like, oh yeah, he helped me remember to do this or helped me do well with this or just different small things that made a big difference. And it's just amazing that they're always there every single day. That is so cool. That's so cool. I wish that we would all do that. I'm not always successful with my journal writing. I'm actually pretty bad at it, but I keep trying. So I've got like half journals. But one thing I did do is I got one that is really, like, I really love it. It's like got a tree on it, but um, (laughs) it's my small plates. Remember how Nephi had his large plates and his small plates? Yeah. Or one of them was the account of like the people and one was the account of the spiritual things. Yes, exactly. The large plates had the history of the people, and then the other one was the things of the prophets and the spiritual experiences and the times that the Lord helped them. So I got myself this other one, and I do a lot better if I have a spiritual experience to just write it in there. And so it doesn't have to be every day, and it doesn't matter if I go two years without writing in it like a loser, because I still have this book of experiences. That's great. Maybe people could think about getting their own small plates that are just for those spiritual experiences. Then you can always just turn back to it when you're feeling doubtful. Just open up those small plates and remember all of your experiences and it's amazing. Right. And then in your other journal, you can write, I went to Dairy Queen tonight, had a peanut puster parfait, and I saw Kevin there, and he was wearing a white shirt. And that stuff that is fun to read back on and that history that you want, but it separates out those spiritual experiences into one place where you have them all. Yeah. I really like that. Kind of a like a little sacred book of your own. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I say it, but do I do it? Hmm. I'll do better, I promise. Me too. is there anything else that you'd like to share i don't think so thank you so much no thank you i am so (laughs) happy when people reach out to me hello people keep reaching out to me these are the experiences i want to talk about i want to tell kids you have a question you pray about it you get in the book of mormon you go to church you do those things and you will always have answers yes great it was so nice to meet you It was so nice to meet you, too. I've been so excited. (laughs) First and second books of Nephi, Jacob, Venus, Jeremiah, Nine Words of Mormon, and Mosiah, singing this is so fun. Alma, Helaman, third, fourth Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni, learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon. Hey, 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 hey!